0: What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the kingdom. As always, my name is Drums, and I am joined by the brothers behind King Golf, Regan and Jorn Headley. As usual, let's head up north. See what's going on with Reg. What's going on, buddy? Hat gentlemen,
1: how are you? Good, good. Buddy. good. I am. Uh, I'm good. Uh, golf season has officially come to an end on this side of the park. All the courses have uh, shut it down, which is unfortunate, but that's province we live in and we're we're used to it by now. Uh got in one last one on Saturday there. And that's it for that. I'm on the red wine. It was Easton's birthday on Thursday, so we had a little bit left over. So I poured some of that into a glass and I got a Caesar waiting for me on standby here. Ooh. It's awesome. It's just a virgin Caesars.
0: Sure. What's going on over there?
2: Are you a virgin? Tough. Top of the evening to my boys. Glad to be here. Pouring some soul into my celada. Uh, Just crushed a big Spence Brothers pizza because it's podcast night. And uh, feeling good. Um, had a Guinness, too, actually, for our pregame show here. So, Feeling good, actually. Just thinking back, uh, last week didn't get too crazy with the red wine. I thought it was going to get a little worse, but it's pretty well behaved. Boy, out of boy. Let's just say I, I didn't get as drunk as I did on whiskey that night. Remember that? Oof. We need to bring back some of those clips from that night because that was a funny one. I got to track it down. Uh, but no, as Rigo said, golf season's done for now. Maybe who knows. Uh, last year, we golfed in November at Deer Ridge Golf Course here in Brannan, which is uh, south of the park, I guess, in comparison to Rigo's. But uh, who knows? It was nice out today. It's been out nice out the last week. And we played a little golf on. Uh, what day was that, Rigo? Saturday?
1: Saturday, yeah.
2: Gilbert Plains, beautiful day. And uh, let me just say this Dallas Drysdale out golfed. Regan Headley on Saturday.
0: Ooh, hoo, hoo.
2: <laughs> I think Dell might have won in a match actually if those two played against each other. <laughs> oh, Dell Del literally made every putt, every single putt, even some bombs too. Actually, Regal made a bomb too. But uh, it was unbelievable, man, honestly. And he was the third putt a lot of the times too. It was like up to him and he made the putt. So tough to beat. Was this a tournament? It was just. No, we just did a three-on-three three scramble from mm. a couple mixed-up teas at Gilbert, and uh, it turned out to be pretty fun, actually.
0: Nice, nice. Drums, what's up tonight? What are you drinking? What do you got going on? Still on the no sauce train. That, are you sauce so uh, moose? That's a month. I had uh, I had half a glass of wine at uh, Thanksgiving dinner. Other than that, that's been a month, which is, uh, impressive. I've quite quite impressed myself, but. Uh, Still on my other vices, I got to get off uh, chew, which will be next on my list. Might start next week, so we'll see how that goes. But we've uh, we've had a kind of a shit show of a week at this house. Everybody's been sick. Well, Liz hasn't been too sick, but I think last podcast Luca was puking up something crazy, and then the next night, well, overnight, I got it. And then I cleared up, and then I got it again. I guess got it twice. So I was a mess for three (laughs) days. Yeah. Was it the super cold? It might have been the super cold. I don't know what it was, but I was puking (laughs) up a storm. It was disgusting. Nice. Yeah. So really good. Really. uh, Just back to normal here. So uh, I've been lounging on the couch for like four days straight. Wouldn't say I'm not jealous. Yeah. We're <coughs> almost take there's a for today.
1: that right now. <laughs> Better watch should I wish for right now. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> no kidding. It's good. So uh, tonight we have our usual housekeeping. Last week went really aggressively long for housekeeping, so we're going to have to tighten that one up tonight. Uh, we got some cool stuff from Instagram that, that uh, kind of carried forward from last week, part two, I guess, in a sense. And we threw out another question. Uh, today, so or yesterday, sorry, it was about what's the best advice you've ever received about golf. So we got about uh, 20 answers, some good ones, some uh, question marks, but uh, mostly good. And then we got, uh, we're going to do some over, under, overrated or underrated. We got some good ones today from our uh, Instagram pals and uh, we get a new segment tonight too which is called post of the week. So for this one, we're going to discuss briefly, I guess, uh, our favorite social media post from the week, give it a quick story, and then we're actually going to tag it on our uh, Twitter accounts. So for quick access, whoever's interested in that can take a quick look. So that's that. Let's get into some housekeeping. What do we got tonight?
1: Well, <clears throat> like we talked about last week talk about how the PGA is what the fuck is their problem basically is what we talked about <laughs> and then you get arguably like I, I'm biased because they're like I talk about it all the time on here my two favorite golfers outside Tiger Ricky and Rory Yep. and they're in the final group on Sunday and everybody loves Ricky and Rory in my opinion anyways they're like fan favorites right they're just likable guys Yep. And Morikawa up there. How about his and son? And it doesn't start until 4 o'clock our time. Retarded. Two hours after they tee-off. Like, <laughs> come on. What are they doing? And I saw this thing that said, uh, yeah, it makes sense because uh, – or it makes sense that they, they didn't have them scheduled. And then it says checks notes. And it's like 18 of the top 20 in the world are playing in a limited field. Like, what were the chances there would be drama like this on Sunday? Right. Like, I, I just, I don't know. It's amazing, actually. Did they give a reason for it? Well, the senior was on.
2: Ooh. <laughs> Seen, senior golf? Lee. Yeah. Big
0: Lee? Yeah.
1: Like, well, I don't know. I, I don't get it. Do you guys have any? Uh, no, it's I
0: have no. It's just known. so
1: frustrating, man.
0: I have no idea why. It literally makes no sense, but I mean, like, that's typical PGA. Like, at very least, get the leaders teeing off.
1: Why I get, maybe it's money, maybe it's money rights or whatever. Everything like that. Yeah, at very least, get the leaders teeing off. That's all you really realistically need to start. But I just don't know how, like, the NHL channel. Like, I mean, you could watch a game between – uh Buffalo and Detroit. You could watch the full game, right? On any, at any time that you want. And then it's like PJ never comes on till two o'clock. Like I just don't understand why they can't just have a, a PJ channel. Like why why can't they have that? I don't I don't understand it. It's not even really, really the golf yeah. channel
0: anymore. It's like it's this NBC presents the golf, presents golf the
1: channel. Golf channel. Dog shit, yeah. Yeah.
0: Why doesn't
2: the golf channel have every tournament that's no, the only one that plays it Yeah, like, i mean it's it's and, uh, obviously they don't own the rights to it because they can't afford it kind of like what happened with tsn on the stanley R-K. cup playoffs
0: right. right but even if you had like what if what if the golf channel had like the early stuff so they used to mm. yeah like the, like let's get the first rounds or the first uh, guys teeing off get them at least on the golf channel And then when it switches, yeah, when it switches to CBS or wherever it is, then it cuts off and you go to the other channel. Like, we could deal with that. How how do you have?
2: uh, How do you expect the game to grow if nobody can watch it? Right. Exactly. Like, okay, it'd be different if they had like NASCAR up until four or something like that had a huge following. But you're playing senior golf instead. That's your alternative. How many people? Like, if you had a hundred golfers sampled i would say 99 of them would say they'd rather watch pga than the senior pga i don't like who would even watch senior ever over the pga
0: right like the week before i watched uh phil win on the senior tour for but-
2: five minutes before the pga started probably
0: i watched like the full half half day but still okay just because it was well, phil. yeah right <clears throat> but what so- i was thinking was why why wouldn't uh like the p uh, uh the golf channel do like a 24 seven and get like a group of guys where they follow them around, like all access backstage I, type stuff. That would be unreal.
1: I think, I think they are. Oh, they are. Cause they said that after that formula one, they're basically, I, I want to say they're getting the same crew, maybe oh. not the same crew, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be something like that. And apparently they already have like 10, like big names in the top 15, I think. So oh, that'd be that'd, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It'd yeah, be pretty cool. But, uh, back to that for a sec. When when you watch the NHL Network, because we have it here, like when you when you tune into like say NHL n one, like it's an NBC product, right? Do you know what I mean? So I just don't understand why they can't just have a, a PGA. Just ch- that's all that they show. When there's no NHL games on on the NHL Network, nothing shows. But when the games are on, like you can watch anything. Like I just don't understand why. You oh, can't like do that the center ice. Right?
0: like the center ice package type thing you right, mean,
1: right?
2: yeah yeah They should have that for every tour ladies that's what, seniors, I, mean. That's what European, I mean it's all already broadcasted yeah it's, just, it's, yes, it's broadcasted bad. very poorly um but there are things like that like it's shitty because there's like, like the golf channel there's like the pga or golf tv sorry the golf tv app um then there's like the main networks, but nobody ties it all together into one spot. Right. Like, I don't know how much I would pay for it, but I'd pay probably enough to make it worth it for them per month to watch all the stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's all, it's all freaking politics and, and whoever has the most money in there, you know, it's shitty, but that's
0: how it is. I don't know. I bet you like, I don't know like what the TV rights deal would be. But if they did, like, a Netflix-type model for their own business...
2: Well, see, that's what golf TV basically is, except it doesn't have the live part of it. Right, but they
0: could do the live. if, Like, I'm just oh, saying, wow. like, if... They need money, though.
2: Yeah. That's the thing.
0: But, I mean, like, Netflix has a shitload of money. Yeah. They There's should take the... Like- uh,
2: it's, it's the crews that they need to get there, right? Because it takes a lot to put on a golf event, for sure. Crazy, 18 yeah, but- holes uh you got guys falling around like I don't know there's there's aspects of it where I'm like man it's so cool that we can hear them talking and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. you know it's one part of it but do do we really need that many angles and stuff like that I don't know Uh, for me for me personally uh I've watched golf on Instagram like at uh, amateur events and stuff like that where it's like you can hardly tell it's a person there but it's still like it gives updates and like you can track along to see who's leading and stuff like that and i like watching that so i don't need like a three million dollar production per thing just you know get what you can get what you can they should actually get those national geographic camera crew out there if those guys can find a freaking snow leopard and uh they can
0: they can track a ball Planet Earth. Yeah, those those explode my mind. How like some of the footage they get, and it's, yeah, like, it the guy's got to be right there, right?
2: I think they it's spend time, years and years and dollars to get a <laughs> good to get a good shot of it. So you're going uh, down. There. <laughs> I almost did, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's a lot that goes into that stuff, and it's like it's not Planet Earth that like um does it right so that's that's maybe this ties into that because it's not planet earth that sends the camera crew out there to do it it's like contract guys who go out there get the footage and and then sell it to planet earth right
0: but in a live setting that's tougher
2: it is for sure but doable
0: yep yeah i don't know what the answer is but i mean like let's start throwing shit at the wall to see what sticks.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's Bush League at, at, at its best. So we were just talking about that last week. It's uh, embarrassing. The like PGA is.
0: We always talk about how much better the European does uh, tour does to drive promotion and stuff, like with their videos. And then the PGA is, like, retweeting their videos now.
2: Yeah, yeah. it's pretty sad. But They must yeah. be scraping the bottom of the barrel there for crew
0: and stuff like that. Yeah, it's terrible. Like... <sighs>
1: Uh, doesn't matter. They'll probably just if they do come along some money, they'll probably just give another 10 million to another purse or something like that that nobody gives a shit about.
0: Yeah, well, like that's what I mean. Like take that like, 40 million million and
1: develop shit. Yeah, like the players have enough money. They're not worried that especially uh yeah, especially the guys that to are going to every win top it. Player. Yeah, yeah like exactly. those guys don't need the money. Like put it somewhere else. Put in the corn ferry tour like I don't know, just it's Golf's shitty that way. Okay. Okay. This is, this might, I'm going to try to
2: say this in a politically correct way. Oh boy. Oh boy. But, but you have NBC, like this huge broadcasting corp, which, you know, say what you want about them. They've been around for a while. I don't think that they should be around much longer, but they, these companies hire people now based on bullshit. They don't hire people based on who does the best job and who, do you know what I mean? No, it's true though. I mean, you can't argue that. So, and it's the same in, in any industry right now, they're not hiring the best person for the job. They're meeting their quotas for who they need to hire and that it trickles down into this kind of stuff. I'm not kidding. It's uh, and I'm not trying to be a smart ass either. That's just reality right now. You don't, you don't have the best people doing the, and I'm guessing Europe would be different than that in terms of America and Canada they have the best people doing the job and that's what they're, you know, that's why they're having success with that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah.
2: Just a theory.
1: I, I have a feeling that, I don't know, we won't, we shouldn't dig into this too much longer, but I, I know that there are some very, 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 very good golf mines surfacing right now on through social media. And there's some very cool independent groups starting up that are definitely worth the follow. And I could see them taking over something like this one day, one of these one of these people. You yeah. know what I mean? Like one of these follows. Like there's so many good follows on Twitter right now for golf.
0: The PGA's stupid. Why well, don't reach out yeah, to these
1: people?
2: Why, why can't they? That's what I mean. Like they just don't have the right people making the right decisions. That's kind of what my whole basis of that thing was. Is. It's, yeah. it's not. Uh, well, and I
0: mean, I it's it's going to be, it's like we always said, it's the old boys club. Like, it's just this old mentality of right. thinking that they're not embracing what social media could do for you. Yeah. And like, build your players up, even like, focus a, a crazy amount of social media on the Corn Ferry Tour. Build guys up before they even get into the big leagues. Like, that's how you make yeah. the next their next jump better. And then you just get more money out of it. Like it's just, it's insane that it doesn't make sense to them. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. I, I, I mean, it's hard to argue with what the Euro tour is doing with that kind of stuff. Like they're kind of taking the best of like the viral video type thing and doing like cool things in included in the game of golf. And so in that sense, you kind of get to know the players a little bit better. And then when you see them on the course, uh you know you have a different opinion of them and that's kind of what happened with me with uh Terrell Hatton. I thought he was a dipshit until I watched some of his videos uh from the Euro Tour and he's yeah. actually a hilarious. So I think that that's what they need to
0: do and they're not doing that at all right now. <laughs> that guy's got such a short wick, eh? <laughs> Oh man. Those videos of
1: him man. That's the worst golf shot you've ever seen. The best <laughs> is when he hits his shot and then he just tomahawks his...
2: Uh... <laughs> just flings it. It's just like one motion, too. He doesn't even think about it. <laughs> just sitting on his shoulder and then gone out.
1: <clears throat> okay, what else we got, Rigo? That's pretty much it, honestly. Yeah, big, big week. <clears throat> I, I would say a big shout-out to... All the Manitoba courses for working their asses off this summer and, and dealing with the drought that we had and still keeping all the courses in mint shape. Um, it couldn't have been easy. Uh, I know that there's a couple. One time for sure that Gilbert was right on the breaking point. If I, I think the irrigation went, and if they didn't get a rain, the course would have just completely – I mean, we had like 35, 30-plus 30 days and no rain. Like, So good on the courses for that. and uh we appreciate it salute yeah
2: absolutely it's uh it's it seems anything with with one bad thing comes a good thing and it's all balanced and i think that if the courses would have had a drought like they got this year and like five years ago or three years ago even and golf didn't have as big of a buy-in from the general public i think that a lot of courses would have been hurting yeah. but I think that they had the drive this year to, you know, cause they're finally seeing some money come in. I think I can't speak for every course, obviously, but it sure seems like these last two years in uh, Manitoba and Canada specifically um, has been great for courses. It's, it's, it's good. Tons of people golfing and tons of people paying to golf.
1: Yeah. And they have the resources available, right? Because of the last couple of years. Yeah. Right. But, I don't know. It's just, it was good. So very good year in Manitoba for golf.
2: Do you think it's, uh, sorry, do you think it's harder for, we talked about this at work the other day with for farmers, but do you think it's better uh, too much rain or not enough rain for a golf course?
0: Uh, not enough. Dep-
2: I guess depends on the location, right? Because there's a lot of courses that are close to water. So in that case, it actually probably helped courses (laughs) because too too much rain is what we've had for the last eight years or whatever
0: it may be. And you can't get rid of water. Well, I mean, look at seven and eight just from the past 10 years, right? Like it's dead. It's going to be so hard to get that shit back.
2: So for some, I guess some courses better and probably for some farmers too. There's not a, it kind of depends on where things are at and their irrigation systems and stuff
0: like that, but. Yeah, yeah. It may mean, not be like a, a blanket statement. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Well, let's move
2: on here. I don't. know. I didn't have any. Uh, I was keeping myself tonight. I don't know what I've been up to. Oh shit! Hold on, folks. Okay, drums. Fire us up here. Okay. So the uh,
0: this is uh. Oh, oh,
1: hang on. A go ahead. I'm sorry to cut you off. We didn't talk about it last week, and we didn't talk about it this week. Tiger back on a golf course?
0: Ooh.
1: We didn't talk about it at
2: all. Really? No. I swear weird. I mean, that's good insane. To see. First time we've seen him without crutches.
0: Yeah. Oh man, and it's he good looked, to see. He looked completely normal. What about I his mean, statement? It was just a photo.
1: Did you see that thing? The uh, right up there about him? I don't know if oh. I did. Like he's like on a very good. I mean, he's he's making really good progress right now. Like really good, nice. And, and he's definitely eyeing up. Like he said, he will return to golf. Well, yeah, for sure. But that's like no. It's easy for us to say, yeah, he's going to be back. But I mean, the guy crushed his foot. <laughs> like we all he's, knew he's, he's going to come back, but now you know for sure that he's going to come back. He said it doesn't matter the performance he comes back with. Yeah, he will come back. Which is sick.
0: He's fucking I superman,
1: you know. Right. He is, yeah, you right. And
2: think about how things were right. Like throughout his career, you know, he had some issues and stuff like that and injuries <laughs> for sure, which is what kind of you know did the worst to him, I think, which spiraled into other th- issues. <clears throat> but this time, like man, he was he was trending. I mean, he won the masters and he had a decent year. And then he has he gets in a car accident
1: of all things. Wow, it was pretty cool. Like I don't know if you yeah, watched. Yeah, real that. cool. Uh, he had a
0: fucking car accident.
1: No, I'm saying it was cool <laughs> that. uh, I don't know if you have watched it with Dwayne Wade. Drums told us to watch it that time, so I watched it. And he just seemed so happy, happy and appreciative of things. Like he was like in a very good spot, right? Yeah, he just kept saying that golfing with him he's like look at that skyline this is the best place in the world look at that and he just got like he was just in a like an unreal mood hey eh? yeah oh jesus shitty okay so
2: one one more thing on tiger here. we might have to skip the other stuff tonight because we're already we're running a little late here but so i was talking to somebody last week and um they were talking about tiger and what happened with him and everything and they actually mentioned uh, the PGA themselves and how that impacted Tiger. You have to think about Tiger as – think about how big of an asset he was for so many companies, right? So they they kind of steered him into uh, conforming with the PGA, I guess you'd say. Like if you look at the Ryder Cup events and stuff like that, like they place a big emphasis on like family and uh, mm-hmm. showing like the spouses and stuff like that and he was young and i don't think that he was ready for to get into that kind of relationship i think that they kind of just shoved him into this role that they wanted between the corporations and the pga they wanted him to fit into this uh, picture perfect guy i guess you'd say and i think that that led to a lot of things that you know he wasn't ready for and didn't necessarily want
0: to do I, guess, have a, I have a different thought well sure um I think he was masking like his sex addiction by presenting this perfect family. Masking sex addiction, uh, alcohol pills, whatever he was doing and and gambling. Like he has addictions. Uh, Obviously sex was one of them at the time too. So putting that front up that the world sees allows you to go do your debauchery behind closed doors too. And then when that came out, like, he had to deal with a lot of shit, not just like oh, yeah. a, a wife shit. Like there was a lot of mental shit. I think he had to fucking figure out, but I do understand yeah, what you're saying. And they there, he, he, he was such an asset. Like he was the first billionaire athlete after Jordan. Right.
2: Who we spent a lot of time with. Right. MJ
0: doing debauchery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, the like, third doing the <laughs>
0: yeah. um, was Charles the third? Yeah, what a crew!
1: <laughs> Charles Barkley's the man, but, but he's a beauty. I don't
0: know, uh, like, if they just let him be himself, like you're saying, I don't know how different he would have been. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he was uh-huh. trained. He was trained to be who he well, was way before the PGA Tour.
2: If he didn't have a woman in his life, he wouldn't have got his window smashed in with a five iron. We well, might have. He have been, it might have been, have been one of the that.
0: forty-eight other women. Yeah, nah, but on. I
2: don't think so. Like that—that's a a what somebody you married to this is the only person that could get that mad at you. I think.
1: Anyways, not if you're banging the
0: fucking porn stars that are snorting anyways. <laughs>
1: Let's get into the best advice our followers have received. <laughs> go,
0: go from that In to best advice. In terms of
1: golf. Drum <laughs> stars off.
0: Okay. Uh, Thomas Friesen uh, gave us, no matter how you're scoring, be a fun person to play with. That's something we've talked about a lot this year.
2: Tons. Easier to do as you get older, I think, and, and – uh, change Good your perspective point. and and i think things are a little bit different too when you actually have a career i guess and you know you don't want to be a dickhead on the course and it, it translates or or a cheater too well so that's one thing you know you never forget somebody who cheats and you're probably not going to deal with them much in life after that there's just more stake i think so it's that's part of it you want to i don't know it's you want to be a fun person to be around and the more you you're golfing with people, the more connections you make. And it's, it's just, uh, you know, it's more important as you get older. I think that stuff.
1: Rigo. Tyler Dorian <clears throat> said, slow the swing down works wonders. Can attest yeah. test
0: that? <laughs> I think all of us can. Yeah. <laughs> we all get pretty quick.
2: Although there is a fine line between slowing it down too much, which Rigo has seen me do before. And it's usually a really lazy push, push fade because mm-hmm. you're, you're, uh, your hands are ahead of this club that's going slower. Um, oh, it's my turn. Boston Carlson. Uh, he has some pretty good videos online. On uh, the TikTok and on Facebook, he's got some good golf videos on there. And he says it's all in the head. Reminded me of Happy Gilmore. It's all in the hips. I don't all know if he meant to hips. say that. You
1: don't, I don't know, know if he meant
2: to say, also say also hips or head? Yeah, we don't know.
0: We'll go with head. <laughs> Definitely more so in the head than it is in the hips.
2: Definitely. I was thinking about that today, actually, for some reason, like, you know, we, we grew up thinking like, um, you know, we hear golf is 90% mental or whatever it may be. Right. And some people say it's more than that, which is true. I mean, everybody has a body that's capable of doing, making a golf swing, right? It's just, your mind has to be connected to what you're doing with it. And if you have bad thoughts that are kind of getting in between those two things, that's when shit goes south for me anyways.
0: Yep. Not even a good golf swing, just one that works, even too, right? Yep. Uh, Brant Young gave us layups are for basketball. It's <laughs> a good one. I agree with that. Hit the backboard at least.
2: Rigo is the last person <laughs> I want to talk to about laying up. I can't. Can't do it.
1: Honestly, <laughs> I can't do it. I'm such a bad layer up for the golf ball.
2: But like, like when I when I'm laying up though, something I started doing over the last couple of years is I'd find something and then visualize like a green around it. So if it's like the 150 or something, I just pretend that that's the pin and then like visualize a green being around it. And you know, with an eight iron or a seven iron, you're pretty comfortable with hitting a green, not always, but you're used to hitting those shots. So if you just change your
1: visualization, I guess that's what something that's helped me. But others Unless- struggle like Rego. Unless I'm in a serious tournament, there is no no chance in the world I'm laying up ever. Like the it actually like when the teaser are up at Gilbert on number one, and there's a group on the green and a and a group coming up behind us, so you don't want to look like a jack, so you just hit an iron out to the middle. Like it actually makes me cringe having him do that. Like I just hate it. I just there's just well, then don't look do like a fuck. jack. Oh yeah. Well, what What's if a jack I, jackass? What if what Whoa. if they go to the next? So I wait for them to go to the next tee box, and then it's the first swing of the day, and I top one in the water, hook one in the water. Then it's like, oh, thanks well, for making like a, us wait. Look
0: like a jackass either way. So yeah, so
1: I just you look hit like it, a jack. Iron out to the middle, like pussies. Anyways, uh, Stan Holmick didn't know he had Instagram, <laughs> but <Whoa. laughs> no, this is Dad's favorite. We talk about it all the time on here, and he's, what are you scared of? not like there's a lake behind the hole and that's his favorite just and it's so true i mean and we're always short on putts man it's it's unreal how many people are short on putts that they have no business being short on if your partner in men's night is in for a par and you have a putt for a birdie like why do you leave that putt short for what purpose
2: For our league, I'll, I'll speak on that quickly because in our league, we do total score too. you get a point out of, low low net score. So uh, we give gimmies, obviously, but if you blow it by five feet, uh, you're, pot, you're probably going to putt it.
1: Yeah, but I'm not saying that's a different type of league. I'm saying ours, it doesn't matter what you do. Yeah,
2: that's what I mean. And you
1: still leave it short.
2: Right. Or scramble even. Imagine that, oh. you're the last putt in a scramble and you leave it short. So many times. (laughs) Um, So Sheldon Tyler says, uh, and this this was actually a theme. So I'm just going to rip through these three because there's three of them who who also said this. So just make sure we uh, don't repeat it. But it was the most common uh, trend on here. So it says you're not good enough to get mad. That's that's what everybody started with. And I don't know if they got that from the Kingdom podcast or if they got it from somewhere else, but there's three people who said that. And Trevor Dickey said, uh, you're not good enough to get mad. It really puts things into perspective or really put things into perspective. So uh, Trevor Dickey said that. Uh, Eldon Lickey and Sheldon Tyler all said that. And it's so true. You're out there to have fun. Yep. Really, end of story. We're not none of us here, none of nobody listening are ever gonna be making golf or making making golf playing money, uh, making money playing golf. So just have fun. Ties into the first one too, like Thomas says it's all about having a good time on the course.
0: But even if you watch the pros, it's not like they hit it within three feet every time. So like give give it a break. Uh sorry, one
2: thing on that, did you guys see that? I forget who it was, but it's that decade thing. Have you heard of that? No. It's it's like a new golf like approach, I guess you'd call it, like a systematic approach and like kind of mathematically looking over every hole on Google Maps and like looking. I, I don't know. I'll get more info on it and, I'll, and we'll discuss it next week. So no, it'll, it'll be cool. like
0: it'll be like Moneyball for golf. Yes. Ugh.
2: I know it's what, that's the main downfall of it is people are like, well, it's not any fun, but there are, there are actually some good points to it. And it's hard to kind of pigeonhole it into that specific uh, kind of thing. Cause there are good points that come from it. So it's a hundred bucks to buy the report. I might pull the pin on it though and, and get some
0: uh, info on it. It's pretty cool. I thought. Uh, Bradley Schoonberg gives us don't be a hero. So kind of the same thing as those, those other ones don't don't overdo yourself. You're not you're not hitting it as far as Bryce, and relax.
2: Yeah, or trying to hit a you know a one in ten probability. Some wicked flop shot.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play That's a really big one,
1: actually. Play within your means. Kelsey Foot quoted Mike P. <clears throat> Keep your hopes high and your head low. I played men's night with Mike for a summer, so I, I heard that one a few times. And the, Mike P is full of good lines. He's got un, an unbelievable amount of one-liners on the golf course. Sp- he spends a lot of time with Stan too. Yeah, so that might be from Stan also. It's like the Michael Scott quote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> um, oh, I'm up again. Sorry, boys. Freaking around here. <clears throat> uh, oh, this is a good one. <laughs> <laughs> this is from Rube. So, uh, in our early days of the shit show, uh, which is our annual golf term and our buddies play, uh, there was a couple pictures. Uh, I don't think they ever made Facebook, but they're, they're out there. And so his best advice is keep your clothes on to avoid naked pictures floating around. So, <laughs> uh, he probably, wishes he learned that earlier in life, but, uh, I th- from what I have seen lately of him, he's learned from that. So well, that's Rube's on the golf course, anyways.
0: On the golf course, yeah. That boy <laughs> Uh Keith Gunning says fixing grip. <laughs> so I'm not sure if he had like a shitty grip before and, and fixed it or and got it. I'm not. I'm not quite sure what that one is, but. If it works, then hell yeah, brother.
1: What? Hey Josh Bevin. Oh, we talked about this last week. Yeah, I know. I was hoping so, he
2: listened to the podcast, so he'd send me some more info on it. But, anyways,
1: so we'll get to uh, Mike Gaver, Chip, as I call him. <laughs> he drives for he drives for Lays, so I call him Chip. So that's clever, out of boy. His son, Reese is enjoying another sensational start to the season for the Fighting Sioux in UND. Uh, I call him Crum, Chip Crum. See what they did there? Anyways. Brilliant. He says, putt the ball, Alice. And if anybody ever watched Sundays with the show, I don't know if anybody on here ever would have, but anytime he left a putt short, he always did the Mike Gebert tribute. Because Mike Gaber always leaves putts short, so his face would pop up every time the show would leave a putt short. <laughs> so I don't know how well he he took his own advice here.
2: <laughs> okay, so there's a funny story on that actually, not with Mike Gaber, but <clears throat> with hit the ball, Alice, or what what did it, was it? Yep, yeah. putt the ball, Alice. Yeah, putt the ball, Alice. So when we think of that, you know, you hear the word Alice, you think like you're making a female uh, assumption there. So the thing is, the actual story, it was, it was from a guy named Peter Alice. And actually, Dan Han. I was golfing them a couple weeks ago, and he told me the story. So it was Peter Alice, and uh, he hit a, a putt short. I think he was in the Ryder Cup maybe, and somebody in the crowd uh, yelled, hit it, Alice. So it's it's not actually a lady that we're making fun of there. It's Peter Alice. Yeah. Uh, there can't get famously, canceled now. Yeah. So we're not, when woke, I, but we should clarify that. When I say
1: <laughs> when I say it, I still mean women, a woman,
2: <laughs> but I always assume like growing up that that meant uh, a lady. Hit it, your pussy. It's so, like hit it with your purse or. You know. Hit
1: it, your pussy.
2: <laughs> okay. Next up we got, uh, Oh, we skipped. You skipped one of your drums. I did. But, or Regan, sorry. Rigo, you skipped uh, Eldon Litke. So he, he already, said, never
1: think. Oh, shit. What's I that? thought I saw Lidkey. I thought uh, that was his Yeah, motto. he had
2: two. He had two. He's full of wisdom. That a boy. Uh, so he said, never think ahead, playing one shot and one hole at a time. And this is probably the, we, we're talking about overrated or underrated later. But that's probably when I notice if I have a good start and, I keep, and I'm playing well, the second I think about my score, things go off the rails. Not off the rails per se, but I, I immediately detach myself from that round. Once you start thinking about score, it's imp- from my perspective, it's impossible not to do. I wish there was a way to, to turn thoughts off, but man – It's frustrating because I I always know the exact moment when I was thinking ahead, and then I started you know making a couple bogeys and doubles and kind of getting
0: back to where I normally am. I hate when other people notice when you're having a good round because like I'll be quietly playing good, (laughs) and I'm just kind of in it, and it's a delicate balancing act. And then somebody will be like, "Holy Christ, you're even still," and then it's just toss up. Might as well just walk back to the car. Yeah, Cause
2: there's people that do that for sure. Yeah. Cause you know, as soon as you start thinking ahead, you're screwed. Yep. So that's why people strategically make comments about to get you into that mindset. I think.
0: Yeah. Think so. Oh yeah.
2: That'd be a minor thing that people make comments on. I would say
1: hmm.
2: disguised as like a nice thing to say.
0: Yeah. It's a mind another, fuck designed as like a compliment.
2: Yep. Another, another good way thing to do that is like, if you're down a couple holes, holes uh, you could say like, Oh, I might as well just make a two o'clock reservation at uh Boston pizza or something like that. Right. So then they kind of start thinking that you've already given up and then they start thinking ahead too. And then they sneak back in the match and, but it's the same kind of thing. You're trying to get somebody out of their um their zone that they're in, right? Yep. Would you guys ever do that? Like no.
0: No. I'm not that clever. Usually, uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. I like I honestly like I, if I'm playing in a match, like I'll give the guy like tips or like I, I don't know. I I'm weird. Well, to you're Reggie you're Reggie from
2: stroke saver, of course you <laughs> should No,
1: I just hate I hate I don't know. I don't really want to yeah. win when I go play Men's Night. I guess
2: you have a social responsibility as Reggie from Reggie Strokesaver. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I basically I don't I don't care enough to win the match as it is, but I'm not going to go out of my way to shit talk a guy to try to get him off his game to win the match, is what I'm saying. It's just not worth yeah. it for me.
0: Next up, we got Teddy Widget, 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 Witch, and his also comes from Stan. Teddy Wojo belt buckle towards the target
1: after in your falls through. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so
2: what does that mean? Just is that does that clear the hips or something, or what's the visual yeah. there? Yeah,
1: point the middle of your hips towards the target. Man,
2: that is a good one. I would I've said it before and I'll say it again. Imagine having Stan on this podcast. Yeah. Wow. Well would be wild. I don't think we could do it live, though. It would have to be like a pre-recorded thing,
0: probably. For sure. He might croak in the middle. Oh.
2: <laughs> Easy. I was thinking, like, he'd say something that might not Outside. be 2021 appropriate, <laughs> as a lot of grandparents do.
1: <clears throat> uh, am I up? Sorry, boys. Sorry about that. Oh no. oh, no, it's me. Sorry. Yeah. It's a me, Mario. Uh, Eric Rutherford, play the shots and ensures you have another one.
2: Fantastic advice. Th- that kind of ties back to... Uh, play within yourself. Don't be a
1: hero. Don't be a it's hero, just, right? It's just... Golf is such a balance that you... Like, you want to put yourself in a good position. But a lot of the time when you try, like, you want to put yourself in the best best position to make birdie. But a lot of the times when doing that, that's when you get yourself in shit. There's, it's such a, a balancing act. Like, even this play the shot that ensures you have another one. I mean, you could hit iron off every tee and probably scratch around. I, I don't know. But you're never going to get any better than that if, if you do that. You know what or I mean? Have fun. Yeah, but I, I think if that's taking a big chance or just chipping out, I, I think that's right. what that means, maybe. Yeah, and
0: also it depends uh, on what the alternative, right? Is Yeah, and what the stakes are.
2: Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, Jordy Lutz says, uh, "Stop trying to make birdies." So no uh, that's the same kind of thing uh right same kind of thing uh this year for me i, I we talked about this in the last couple episodes or whatever it may be but that's something that i actually did the reverse of this year i tried to make more birdies and, and structure my game in a sense that i was in a position to make more birdies and i had a lot more fun so I don't know. It just kind of depends on how your game is and how aggressive you already are and your prerequisites going into this advice, obviously. Right. Like it's not going to work for everybody.
1: Yeah. Oh, this could mean, it depends how the emphasis on the word trying really like, cause it could be like just, going at pins. You mean? Yeah, I think right. so. Yeah. Okay. Cause if you True. put like that kind of trying, stop trying so hard to make birdies right. and they just happen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's fair. So uh, could be what he means. Uh, like, obviously, he's going to be trying to make birdies. He's golfing, right? But maybe not. We don't know. <laughs> Just misses it on purpose. Can't
0: speak for the man. <laughs> uh, Evan Anderson gave us, the swing is all about tempo, not temper. So what's the temper
2: part there? I don't understand that part of it.
0: Like, don't grip it and rip it because you're pissed off.
2: Oh, I see. I got you. Boy, i Good tip. One of the old older, is it Hogan or something or Sam's need said, should it feel like you're holding a bird without
0: killing it? I was hard heard holding a yeah. dick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I, don't, I don't think you could kill that. Who was that? I forget who said that. <laughs> you sick bastard. I think that was, uh, Peter North that said that. <laughs> Peter North. Uh, Peter Alice. <laughs> Isn't it Peter North, the porn star? Yeah. No, Peter Finch. Uh, next up we brother. have uh, we have Scuba Steve's brother, Toba Steve. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's the first thing I thought of when I typed that too.
1: Damn you, Toba Steve. <laughs> This is a good one (laughs) just play golf. I mean, that's, I mean, not to analyze every shot. Just play the sport. Yeah. There's a lot of start over analyzing everything. You get into a lot more trouble. Just play.
2: Right. And especially for the majority of people listening to this podcast, right. It's the, the game is meant to be enjoyed. And that's actually, I was typing these up and, uh, I, I typed Toba Steve and I thought this, uh, he's a pretty good guy. He listens to the podcast too, and he has a shipping or a courier service out of uh, Winnipeg. So if you got a small business and you are looking for some alternatives to Canada Post, um, send me a message on, uh, or send us an Instagram message and I'll put you in touch with uh, Steve. He's a pretty good guy and good advice.
1: Trump's hell bad. Getting better.
2: How bad? What? Go going. Keep going. Oh, we're freezing.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Well, as you, as the listeners know, we no longer edit shows. So whatever you hear will be in there. Hopefully it's okay. <clears throat> um Tim, Tim Menard, Maynard, save big money. Save big money at Menard. <laughs> I think that would be Maynard. I think so too. He says low and slow. That's a really good one. Rigo also always says that to me because mm-hmm. uh, I think the biggest tendency is in golf probably is to get quick. And it happens for a lot of different reasons uh, because you have a lot of, a lot of people have anxiety and <clears throat> uh, putts and in shots and the sooner they can get it over with the better. And that's why a lot of people swing fast uh, just to kind of get out of the way if they're nervous or something. So Low and slow. That's a really good one. It's easy to visualize too.
1: I would say that's the most important because we talk all the time about how golf is all about tempo, which it is a thousand percent about tempo. And if you, that's where you have to start. And if and if that gets off to a bad start, the rest of the swing is completely toast tempo wise. You might be able, if you have good enough hand eye, you might be able to save it from the top. But as far as consistency goes and everything else, that low and slow start is. I would say the most important part of the golf swing.
2: Yeah, I agree. Drums, where are we at? Are we still skipping?
0: We're at, uh, next up is Steve DeRoche. Uh, He's got aim small, miss small. And then in brackets, he's got relative depending on skill level. So, Mm -hmm. Reggie, you're more skill level than me, so you got to explain this one.
1: I think it's kind of like what Jor was saying in a way in the layup, but do that normally. Like if it's a huge green, don't just aim for the green. Like say that you aim to get it within five feet Mm -hmm. and you hit it to 10, that's okay. The way that I see it. Whereas if you, if you aim to get it to 10 feet and missed 20, I don't know. It's just.
0: Yeah.
2: It, It just sharpens your focus. That's all. And when I'm playing my best golf, uh, before I hit a shot, you know, there's guys who take this kind of to the next level and there's guys who will say that they find a leaf on a tree to aim at, right. Instead of the tree, that's kind of the idea there is your, is your focus is so sharp that you could see a leaf in a tree and that's what you're aiming at. Right. So, I mean, I don't have that great of vision, so I cannot do that myself, but you can, you can aim at specific trees, or branches or something like that, because there's a lot of people who just kind of step up and without aiming, just hit it, or they'll aim at the whatever. I don't know. Scott. The the trees, a couple trees, or something, like in that right. in that general area. Not a specific let's, target. Or the fairway. Aim at the fairway. It's like let's whoa. say, let's say
1: number three at Gilbert. You gotta go over the dog leg right. So do you want to go over the corner or do you want to go over the poplar that's 10 feet in from the left? Right. And then if you aim there, then you're not going to miss. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And there's a surprising amount of people who do not like aim at something in a situation like that. I think that I might be one of them. (laughs) That is a different hole though. Like that example specifically.
1: but But everything that you guys just talked about, I was like,
2: oh shit. Not sure that I do that. So,
1: what do you think of whether right before you hit it? Then, like, what do you? Well, do you just look. Which, which way I'm going to try to hit it, and where kind of a rough target area I want to hit it to. I don't actually pick anything.
0: Hmm. Interesting. It works though.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, and and everybody everybody has different uh, visualization and stuff like that, and things work for different for other people, so.
1: No, i don't know maybe I, I don't know i just
2: if if aiming something that you do uh maybe try try it out and if it's not something you do try it out i mean it never hurts to especially in amateur golf just to go out and try feeder few from things and see what
1: sticks yeah. it's funny though like when you say that like yeah sometimes when i visualize the exact shot that i want it like the exact shot that i want to hit. But you're talking shot
2: shape.
1: Yeah. And, but that gives me a target to aim at, like, and that's when I hit the bat. Yeah, anyway, so I got to, shit, it's too bad. I should write that down. (laughs) (laughs) It's too bad it's October and the season's over.
0: Yeah. Uh,
2: Who was that? Who was up? Uh, Reg is up. Reg is up with the last one. That was Steve DeRoche, son of Don. Mr.
1: Huey. Anyways. Mr. Huey This actually is probably one of my favorite tips ever. And I, I think I heard it from actually a European. I think I heard it from a European on the on the PGA. And there it was written for British Open, but when it's breezy swing easy. And that it's it's funny because when you hear something like that and a tip that's kind of catch you like that like every time it's breezy I think of the exact thing every time it's so
2: hard to do though
1: yeah it mm-hmm. is but it you in, still into the
2: wind so hard not to swing as hard as you can oh yeah thousand percent yeah but when you swing that hard there's a lot of bad things that happen and you put a lot of spin on the ball too, a lot more right? spin yeah yeah
1: it's funny when you hit like a shitty shot, like uh, even no, I shouldn't say shitty. But do you remember on uh, on Saturday on number two we were dead into the wind there? Yeah. And Stocks hit it like ten feet. Yep. Yeah. But he was pissed off with that shot because he chunked it, and uh, not chunky. He just didn't hit it very good, but because he hit it kind of a knuckleball. The wind didn't touch it at all, and it ended up going to like yeah. ten feet. It, it would be so cool if you could like teach yourself how to hit like a knuckleball like that. Well, stocks balls don't turn much in general, so no. But I'm saying like he hit kind of like a like he chunked behind it, but it still went decent, so it didn't have any spin on it because he chunked it. So it hit the top of the club. I don't know what it was. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. wee I got one last one, and I think I said it before.
2: Bullshit to the end of it.
1: Never follow a bad shot with another one.
2: Mm. That's mm. yeah. Odd. We never did. Even... Somebody
1: say that on here? Uh, I don't know. Oh, we never even gave our own, own freaking advice. That's okay. Was it DI? Might have been. God, that's such a good tip. Yeah. Brilliant.
2: Brilliant. There's, There's a lot. There's a lot. There's so, so many much. good tips. I love this stuff. This is like what golf's all about, is the, the advice and finding what works for you and what doesn't. And the hardest thing for me is like if you're not playing every day or every second day, it's so hard to keep these things in your brain. Like even for myself, the last couple of years I've been hitting a uh, fade, which has been good but there's days when i go to the course and i'm like you know not really in the in a golf state of mind and i just start swinging like my own old self and which either goes right or even draws so you always have to keep these these things like your own mental tips and stuff that works for you in the, in the top of your mind and that's how i think that the body and mind best synchronize together yep i agree Especially if you're trying to change something in your game or something doesn't work, but you keep going back to it. And it, it just takes a self-realization of, and you don't think of it on your course. I thought of it today when I was thinking about our golf round the other day, I was like, man, I just slipped into my old habits because I wasn't like top of mind of, you know, focus. I don't know, but I love this stuff. It's uh, I would like to do it again sometime and, and maybe come up with a few of our own from, uh, a few different things so maybe in a little while we'll do that so uh what do we have for time here we're probably over eh? we're probably going to skip our overunders tonight yeah let's just go right to post okay so next week maybe we'll do a full show on overrated under it. we've done that before Ooh. i think and we got a few good ones here so maybe we'll do that or not who knows I don't know. we'll know uh next month next monday so new segment we're gonna try here is called uh we don't have a name for it yet. It's just gonna be like post of the week or post it. Post it or the king's post or top post
1: wrestler's roost,
2: wrestlers post. It'd be anything, but the point of it is we're gonna find our favorite like tweet or TikTok or Instagram post or article. YouTube video and share that with everybody. So it's kind of like a condensed version of what we've been doing with our own segments, but this will be hopefully every week. So, Rigo, what do you have for us? Mine was from,
1: uh, there's an underscore in between all four words, all things Ben Hogan. It's just a random account. It must just, I've never seen it before, but it just popped on up on like, Instagram? On Twitter. Okay. And it was, uh, it just popped up as like one of the, because I follow, the topic golf. So it just popped up as one of those all underscore things, underscore Ben underscore Hogan. Okay. I love Ben Hogan. So anyways, it was just a shot of him uh, on 16 at Augusta and just the, it's just a really cool video. Like it, you can hear like the, the club when it hits the ball, like just the sound it makes, it's just such a cool sound. Like, I, I don't know. You'll just have to watch the video. It's, yeah, that's uh, a, that's a
2: tough thing about kind of doing this is we're obviously not going to play the video and we're just going to briefly discuss it and set, and then we're going to put it on a thread on Twitter. So you, after you listen to this, you can go access them pretty quick. We'll have them all there for
1: you. So go ahead, Rigo. No, that's it. Honestly, I'll, I'm just gonna I liked it before, but I'll go back and retweet it tonight just to uh, give people something to look at. There. Okay. I guess the cool thing is before like TV is now, it's basically like you're there. It's just super cool to see like the old black and white and like not that many people around and the course wasn't that mature yet. It's, the trees aren't around. It's just, yeah. it's cool to see, I guess it's just a different perspective.
0: Be a That's completely different, different course than what we're used to.
2: Yeah. It's something that we never think about in, in our probably at our age and our golf life too is, courses change a lot with trees and, and angles and stuff like that. And you know, we just see week by week, day by day, but there's a lot that uh I think of Wheat City, I think of Rossman and other courses that the trees are either coming in or going out and it's just like totally different than it was ten years ago.
1: Number uh number twelve and thirteen at Gilbert is gonna be a lot different in like ten years or fifteen years when all those trees. Yeah, because you can bail out oh, to the left right. on yeah, 12 yeah. and bail out to the left on third, right. Bail out left both times, right? But you're not going to be able to do that in even, oh. 5, 10 years. Like the back nine needs to be any harder. Those are like the only
2: two holes you can score on.
1: Or Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Drums, what do you got, buddy?
0: Uh, so mine's going to be from Dan Rappaport, who's a uh, Golf Digest writer. And I have a sneaking suspicion that he is the guy behind the Tiger Tracker account. Oh, th- conspiracy theory? So that's my conspiracy theory. <laughs> but I might be wrong. Who knows? Why? Uh, why do I think? I don't know. Just because he' uh, a big Tiger fan. There's lots of shit on like Reddit about who it might be. So mm, you can deep dive on that shit, too. Uh, but okay. he put out an article. Uh, I think it was actually just yesterday. Um, article is titled pro golf is approaching its own mental health reckoning. Uh, so he goes into, uh, basically just talking with some, uh, current pros. Uh, and Matt Wolf was kind of the one that he highlighted the most of just, uh, Matt's kind of recent struggles this year. And I kind of, until you said that last week, Reg, that he had kind of gone through mental stuff. I, I honestly totally didn't even realize he took, three months off after Augusta. He played one tournament after Augusta. He had that kind of blow up at Augusta. Uh, He signed an incorrect card at the end. And it was kind of like just this embarrassing thing for him. But at the same time, he was conflicted because he had all these sponsorship deals, uh, millions and millions of dollars coming his way, even from earnings. Like he's a top player on tour and uh, just found himself unhappy. So he had to take time off and, uh, Fix himself so this article is a pretty good deep dive into just mental uh aspects of golf that um just the average fan wouldn't even think of. I like yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, drums, that was who Dan Rappaport?
2: Dan Ratatouille got it, yeah. <laughs> So mine has nothing to do with golf. it's <laughs> shocking. <laughs> but it's funny. <laughs> so uh, I've been on TikTok more than, than the last week than I have in the last probably year combined. So there's so much wild stuff on TikTok, man. I don't know. It's, it's awesome. You can get lost for a lot of time on there. But I just came across this guy's account. His name's Busta Breezy. <laughs> and he like fake runs as fast as he can but he's only like running with one leg it's impossible to explain and i didn't even try to put it into words you just have to go look at it it's it's wild so the video that i'm talking about he like orders food and takes the thing off there from this like uh food um what are those called a delivery guy or drive through no, food truck okay So he takes it off there and just like (laughs) he pretends to run away. Like I'll show you guys, but it's, uh, and he like does a slow motion version of it too. Uh, so he takes it there, but there's like a ton of these videos where he's doing this kind of thing. Oh, so he doesn't even move. (laughs) No, he's not moving, but it just looks like he's going so fast. So it's like a whole bunch of different, uh, things like that. It's pretty entertaining. So That was just something uh, light. What was the name of that one? Busta Breezy? Busta, yeah. It's like an Asian guy. Busta Breezy. So if you need something to lose a couple minutes, just go check his account out. It's pretty funny. And it's all kind of the same song that he does it to, so it's cool.
1: I got to download TikTok again, I guess.
2: No. See, I have it on my own phone because there there are things that I've seen, and I don't think that this is like... uh, conspiracy theory but uh like tiktok has access to like uh things that you punch in on your phone whether it be a pass code or like they can track all your finger movements so like for my um crypto accounts and stuff i wouldn't put it on the same phone as my tiktok account so i have my old phone here and i got tiktok on that so that's an alternative if you don't want to have tiktok ass- a- uh access and all your stuff
0: well can this is, uh are those videos on Twitter anywhere?
2: No, uh, no, but I can just share a link on there and people mm. can watch it. You don't right have back. to have the TikTok app to watch the videos, I don't think. Good. Do you, ego. No, I don't oh. think so. Okay. Perfect. So that's that. We had a couple good uh, over unders, but we'll get into those next week. We kind of uh,
0: took a little longer than we thought. So pluck it. Pluck it. We'll do it live. Okay. Well, that's it for this week. Let's get the hell out of here. Maybe next week we'll do... Are we going to do a whole episode of Over Under?
2: We'll see.
0: Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Maybe not. All right. Let's peace, boys. Love you. Later. Peace. See you, boys. Love
2: you, boys.